invite you to come. We're going to have uh, free food and all kinds of, uh, I think, fire pit and maybe a hay ride. And all, of course, you know, if it's a terrible uh, thunderstorm and rain, I, I don't know what we'll do, but come by anyway because we'll be serving hot dogs sometime. Hallelujah. And uh, so we're, we're thankful for all of you being here. Uh, <clears throat> and we are growing apostolic legacy and we have a great legacy a great history and I appreciate uh, all of those that have the history of, of this church and its um, you know beginnings uh, over a hundred years ago and has been mentioned by individuals uh, miracle that it's still growing still uh, individuals getting filled with the Holy Ghost still individuals getting baptized and we're thankful that all of you are here and I know here we are and um, doing our best uh, to uh, maintain the apostolic doctrine and we have a great great history and we have been hopefully touched by fire and so how many have been touched by fire and I know uh, that um, you may uh, have a, a little bit, I don't know why it is, that uh, fire, and of course in the fall, you know, they have a fire pit. You have a little fire going, and you have fire, and people like to congregate around a fire. Maybe it's the smell, maybe it's uh, the visual, the warmth, uh, there's just something about a fire. If, um, if you see a fire, you want to slow down and watch it, and we want to film it. And as a kid, you may have uh, used something like this man has uh, in his hand. I don't know. Um, I remember <clears throat> one time I, uh, uh, when I was little, I uh, was wanted to play with matches. And so, uh, I don't know, my dad gave me a whole box and he said, sit on the back uh, porch. That was one of those boxes of 50 and strike every one, blow them out. And uh, I did. I, I had fun, man. It got it out of my system. I, I had fun, and I thought, uh, you know, you see how long you can hold it if you hold it with your fingernails. You could let it burn all the way, almost down. Anybody ever tried to do any of those things with matches? And then sometimes it got too hot, and it got too close. And it seemed like there was this little delay between when you felt it and when you threw it down. Anybody? I don't know why that was. It was like, here you are. You're striking a match and you are feeling that. And yet we know that the Bible talks about in fact, the first time it is written is in Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter and the 24th verse. And yet Paul quoted it in the New Testament. Probably Paul, the writer of Hebrews, said in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, Wherefore we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably. Notice that with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. 
Deuteronomy, the reference was that he is a, God is a consuming fire, and it also said he's a jealous God. And so, you know, there is that sense, and I, I tried to teach my girls, and uh, I had uh, granddaughters, and I, I moved up into the digital age where you have this plug-in thing that, you know, you, you push forward, and two little prongs come out, and a little spark goes in between. Anybody seen anything like that? And a little spark, and it's all electronic. And when you touch that little spark to something, it sets it on fire. And I try, because it's safe. It, you don't burn yourself. You don't burn. And that, of course, fascinated both of my grandchildren, and I took time to go through it and explain it. Now, don't ever touch it unless I'm here. Let me show you how to use it. And the youngest one, I went through it all and I went through, don't touch this, let me show you here how it looks. It's a long thing like this. You hold your hand back here and you never even get near the spark. The spark comes out that end and you just, and you turn it on back here and you know what happened? She decided that she wanted to try it even though I wasn't with her. And all of a sudden, we were all in the house and we were all there, our mom and dad, and we heard this, Ow! <laughs> no permanent damage, no, no burns, no hospital, no nothing, but scared us all. Why? She had gone back to find it because it was fascinating. This little thing makes fire and everybody, there's something about it. And she didn't realize she had turned it the wrong way and she had it up next to her and when she tried to push it back in, ow, zap, it got her. And I, I, I felt horrible. I, I didn't, I, you know, I, I tried to put them up higher and I, hallelujah, whatever. But touched by fire, and I, you know, you might say, well, pastor, you know, that's, uh, you should have known, I guess, that's right. But Jesus himself uh, began to teach, and he said, if the servant say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming. This was a, the 12th chapter of Luke is about a lot of different parables, but he's talking about the parable of the man that wanted to build barns and, and he wanted more and, and he went to bed thinking that his life was okay and, and he's talking to his disciples and, and he tells a parable and Simon Peter doesn't understand the parable and he says, who is all of this? Explain it to us and what's going on and and the Lord says if that servant say in his heart my Lord delays his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in asunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers and that servant which knew the Lord's will. Boy, that's a powerful part of this parable. He said, if you know better and you're not doing it, Amen. he said, 
that one that knew the Lord's will and prepared not himself, but did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Be he that knew not and did not commit things worthy of stripes. <laughs> Both of them get beaten. You say, well, I didn't know any better. Guess what? <laughs> you won't get as many stripes, but you get beaten. Now, these are not my words. These are all in red letter. We didn't put them all in red letter. But these are all the words of Jesus. He says, for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him will they ask the more. I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I if it be already kindled? And so he basically said, if you're sinning ignorantly, that's, you're still sinning. If you're sinning deliberately, then it's going to be worse. But there is a whole point of to whom much has been given. If you have much, you need to give much. If you've been blessed, you need to be a blessing. Yes. And in this hour that we are so inundated with it's all about what I'm going through and what I'm doing and how I feel and what I want, the Lord said, if you basically, I'm coming to send fire. If you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have the fire. If there was ever a time freely we have received. Yes. And I realized, I, I, let me, uh, you know, I, we had one or two folks come and boom, there was this, you know, people came and joined and prayed and felt the burden and wanted to be there. And, and because they've been touched by fire and know that somebody's going through something and we want to pray, ask the Lord to give them strength, ask the Lord to touch their body, ask the Lord to give them the power over whatever they're mentally going through and, and the spirits that they're facing of fear and anxiety and, and what are you doing? I'm doing this because I've been touched by fire and I want the fire of the Holy Ghost to touch somebody next to me. I want the fire of the Holy Ghost to touch one that's standing there. Why? Because it will make all the difference in the world. It's going to change something. That fire is going to change it. And when you stop and think about what fire does, I, you know, they used to be a little joke. And I, you could do it with wooden matches. I don't know if anybody's ever, ever tried it. But, you know, you get somebody that you don't really like. And you ask them, have you ever seen a match burn twice? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you strike it blow it out, then, you know, you touch it on the back of their hand. Woo! <laughs> it's still hot. <laughs> because, you know, their first statement is, well, it can't burn twice, you know? You can't re-strike it. And that's true. When fire goes through, if it went through this building, if it went through whatever, 
it totally changes everything. Everything is transformed. Everything is changed. Now, I know John the Baptist had told that Jesus was coming. And what did he say was going to happen when John preached? You can read it in Matthew and you can read it in Luke where he said, Indeed, I I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he that is coming after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And John answered in in Luke saying unto them, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And that's why it was not a great shock that when the day of Pentecost was fully come and they were all in one accord and one place, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rush mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. When you get the Holy Ghost you get the fire of Almighty God the fire from the altar. And if you go back and study it, whether it was the fire on the candlestick that was supposed to never go out or the fire on the altar was never supposed to go out, read it in Leviticus and you go through. And so that's why when Isaiah would speak, he would say, arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory, everybody say glory of the Lord is risen upon thee for behold darkness shall cover the earth gross darkness the people but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee if there was ever a time for us to let our light shine I know we used to sing it in Sunday school this little light of mine I'm going to let it shine hide it under a bushel no I'm going to let it shine but what's going on. The world is in darkness. There are so many spirits and there's so much fear and anxiety and depression. And in this hour what a time for the church to let our light shine and say we've been touched by fire. Oh hallelujah. I I realize, you know, it's the glory of the Lord. And and Paul in the New Testament said, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. What do you say? That when we come in and we let the fire fall and we begin to let our our light shine. And I understand. I I know, you know, you know, we get so caught up in and whatever's going on and and our lives are so busy and and we've got children and we've got this is 
issue and we've got that to go to. But oh, don't forget to keep the fire burning. Keep some wood on the fire. Keep stirring up the gift of the Holy Ghost. Stir it up. You say, well, I, 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 I pray at home. I, make sure you're stirring it up. Yeah, you need to pray at home. Oh, why? Because we are living in an hour that is dark, that is gross darkness. But this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I've been touched by the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to let it shine. He said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, we with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed. When we see Him, it changes us from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. It's kind of like getting around one match, and if that match lights, what's going to happen? You ever tried something like that? It goes... You say, well, what do you, what do you mean? Because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Why? Oh, I know, you know, I can listen to the news and I can have the, what's going on and I can hear what's all the, you know, and, and, and I, you know, it's one bad report after another. Maybe it's just me, but you know, I don't know when it, it's one thing after another. The border's got a problem and, and you know, they tell us supply chain, you're not going to have Christmas presents and there's going to be shortages on the shelf and there's not going to have this and somebody calls and they, well this and and then you go to the gas pump and it's higher and and you go anybody huh Amen. is it dark is it depressing and then you know the sad part and sister bobby fowler an example of then there are people that are out there that'll do whatever they can to take your money and uh, and to scam you and uh, whatever it might be and then uh, you know to top it all off you get sick something happens and and you know you, you're you know you go through and you you know whether it's surgeries or back problem i i i talked to brother tim Galoni uh, Thursday morning I went by and Brother Jim uh, Hoskinson was there and myself and, and, and talking to him and, and he was sitting there in a chair you know showed me I can get up I can stand but I can't stand very long my leg and oh Lord I'm, I'm feeling like and, and you know what he said to me but you know what I don't know I know I, when I am up and walking and doing I've got so much on, on my mind and I, so many things that I'm doing but now that I'm here I can just sit here and pray and ask God to touch people I've got the list from the prayer meeting what are you doing I am staying in touch with the fire from on high I am not going to let the fire my fire go out oh I don't want to be knocked down flat on my back but I pray whatever condition I am that I say Lord I want your glory to fall I want your presence to fall 
Oh, hallelujah. And I know, you know, we used to talk about, and Brother Keyes is here this morning, and he and Sister Sandy, and I, I complimented him. He said, well, you know, it's a new day every day, and I never know how quick we can get ready, and I, I, I can only imagine, and I, I, I am so thankful for the, our seniors that are able to make it, and they're, you know, they come, and whether it's in a wheelchair or on walkers and whatever, and you know what they're doing is because I want to be near the fire. I want to be near the fire. I want to be near the fire. I want to feel the anointing. I want that in my life. I want to feel the presence of Almighty God. And you say, why? Because I've been touched by fire and I want to be around the fire just like we saw whenever the presence of the Lord was falling. That is what I need to make it another week. I need to be where I can raise my hands and feel the anointing of Almighty God. I've been touched by fire. I need the fire. And I say, well, you know, and I know we've talked, Brother Keys and I, about the Roman road of salvation. And, you know, they would, uh, a lot of times folks will point to the Roman road of salvation and they will say, you know, here it is a pathway. And you read Romans, the third chapter, none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And, and then you go through that in, ends where you confess the Lord and believe and you shall shall be saved and that's a that's a good thing and and, and if you've done that that's wonderful I, I encourage you but let me tell you just to be be candid with you that's written to a church to the saints which are in Rome it was not written to sinners that wasn't the Roman road to salvation for those who weren't saints it's the Roman road of salvation to those who are saints <laughs> and I you know, who've been touched by the fire. Actually, if you look what, what Paul said in the very beginning in Romans, the first chapter, in the first verse, he said, Paul, a servant. Now that's King James, a servant. In the original Greek, it is a slave of Jesus Christ, called to be separate, uh, called to be an apostle, separated under the gospel of God. And then he wrote to the saints that be in Rome. This wasn't written to the sinners. This was written to the church. This wasn't written to the unsaved. And if you're here and you've never been saved, I want to tell you, I'm, we, we'll tell you how to be saved. But let me tell you, this is written to the church. And he said, he said, then in verse 3 and 4, he starts exalting who Jesus is. He starts talking about how he was the son of David and what he was and how God exalted him. And I want to tell you something. If you're going through it and you're in problems and you're having stuff going on in your life, you need to get touched by fire. Follow the Roman road. Follow the Roman road. And that is you start exalting who Jesus is. Jesus is. Lord, wherever you are, whatever you're going through, Lord, you are still great and greatly to be praised. I don't know why this is going on in my life, but one thing I do know, you're able to walk on water. You're able to open the blinded eyes. You're able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I ask or think. Start exalting the Lord. And then he goes into, I am not ashamed of the gospel 
of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. And then he talks about the wrath of God. Now imagine that, Lord, for the wrath of God is revealed in, in from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. That's an important thing. Don't forget that phrase. For the wrath of God is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. And I'm going to tell you why that's so important. Because it's like the bushel. Or it's like taking your matches and dipping them in water. And then wondering why they don't strike. Sin will do whatever it can to put the fire out. Well, this, this isn't so bad. That's not so bad. Uh, you know, the preacher, well, he never really said, don't do that. And I know I can handle it. I can do it. When the Lord is trying to say, this is a time to be set on fire. You know, in fact... My dad is our pyromaniac in our house. <laughs> we bring him all the stuff that we can want to burn. Because last year we had a bunch of old, uh, terrible trees. And he spent all year just slowly. And he got rid of them all. They all burn up. He, he takes out whatever little paper products. And we have a fire pit. And he burns. And... I supply him with lighter fluid, and I'll see him out there. <laughs> and the other day, we got a big catalog from Uline. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's what we would buy our bags for our ice. And it's a product, for, it's a thing, company that has all kinds of stuff. And they sell, it's all industrial stuff. And it's probably like, it's like not quite as big as a, a Sears catalog, but it's thick like a big catalog. Like a J.C. Whitney catalog or whatever. Big, thick catalog. Anybody ever gotten, seen a U-Line catalog? Two or three hundred pages. And I put that in my sack to give to my dad to burn. Son, come here. See all this paper around here? You can't burn catalogs like that. They don't catch fire. They're so thick that the fire... You ever wonder why sometimes you feel isolated and nobody knows? And Lord's wanting to set me on fire whenever I've got all my Facebook friends and my all my all, my, all these contacts, huh? Hard for me to catch a fire. <laughs> he said, "This these papers have blown all over the yard." So he was out there picking them all up. So. <laughs> Thank the Lord, Brother Heath came that day and cut grass and they blew them to the smithereen. <laughs> but the Lord said, the wrath, Paul was writing unrighteousness, ungodliness, behold the truth of God in unrighteousness. 
Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power. I understood his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God neither were thankful but became vain in their imagination and their foolish heart was darkened this is the hour when the enemy will attack your mind and your emotions that's why you have to keep glorifying God and being thankful because I've got to stay touched by the fire of the Holy Ghost and as is already said Romans the third chapter he said for all of sin that's all of us I don't care you say well I'm not a sinner I'm a saint this was written to saints but he said all have sinned being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope what are we rejoicing in hope of the Glory, I can't wait for the Lord to return. I can't wait for another touch of the fire. I'm rejoicing today. You say, is everything going good? No. Am I feeling good? No. Is my back out on my leg? Yes, but I'm still going to rejoice in hope of the glory. Send your glory, Lord. Send the fire. Touch us, Lord. Then he goes on to tell us, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into death. Notice that. I didn't underline it. But so many of us as were. That's why I said this wasn't written to sinners. This was written to us. How many were baptized into Jesus Christ? That was saints as were baptized into Jesus, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. So like Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is free from sin. You say, Pastor, I'm going through it. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I understand all of sin come short of the glory but I want you to understand this if you will get back in touch with the glory of God you'll realize that same resurrection power that got Jesus up from the dead is able to raise you up and is able to break every habit break every chain break all the past he is able to make you a new creature in Christ Jesus you say well I don't know if I can do it you can't, but the Holy Ghost in you can. 
said likewise yourself to be reckoned again dead unto sin but alive to God through our Lord Jesus Christ let not sin reign in your mortal body and obey it in the lust thereof neither yield you can't let yourself obey what your feelings want to do well I feel this and I feel that and I don't feel like God you can't be led by your feelings you can't be led by your desires. You gotta be, remember, I've been touched by the fire. Something happened to me. But yield yourselves unto God as alive from the dead and your members as instruments of un, as righteousness unto God. Now, yield yourself unto God. And I know I, I was reading this and I thought, well, you know, Yes, we get excited and, and I, you know, we get excited around here and you say, you know, what, why, why is it so, it's just, it's a natural response. If you knew where he brought me from, if you knew what I'd been through, it's kind of like that response of the lame man at the gate, beautiful, who said, you know, I, I, alms, alms, I was asking for money. And remember Peter and John said, such as we have, give I thee in the name of Jesus. Why? They had just come from the upper room from a prayer meeting and they were touched by fire and they said I don't have money but I have fire I have something I can pray for you I have the power of the Holy Ghost you don't ever have to feel bad in whatever you can say to someone such as I have I've been touched by fire let me just lay my hand here on your hand and say in Jesus name because that's how powerful I believe it is and the Bible says that whenever they, they touched him, they reached out his hand, he stood up, jumped, and began leaping and praising and magnifying God. It's just like that's the way it happens. When one person is on fire, it touches somebody else. I'm telling you, we've been touched by fire. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He says you have to yield yourself to that. You say, well, I don't know if I always feel fire. I've got so much going on. I get pressed. I get tight. There's so many pages pressing on, on me. So many demands. I'm like that O-line catalog. Huh? Tear it out. Say, Lord, that's why I come into the house. Lord, touch me again. Touch me again. Why? I want to yield myself to the Lord in this hour. Oh, I, I, I can go on through Romans where he begins to talk about all the things. And you know, he gets down to confess and he gets down to believe. And, I, and we'll talk about all of that maybe tonight. But what are you saying? If there was ever a time, we as apostolics, we who've had the Holy Ghost and fire ought to realize, you know what? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Now you say, well, pastor, I've not ever received the Holy Ghost. I've never been baptized into the death of Jesus. Well, let me just tell you, you can have it today. You can walk out changed. But you know what we're doing? You say, well, why are you praying? And why do you come to the altar? And why do you pray for one another? And why? Because it's like a match. When one comes, I don't know what they're going through, but if I can come and stand beside them and I begin to glorify God 
and to begin to be thankful, it begins to transform who I am. I am changed from glory to glory. All have sinned and come short of the and from one Sunday to the next most of us the glory is draining out because we've done a few things we shouldn't have done we've gotten a few angry we've, we've read a few too many posts blogs huh? we've all sinned and come short of the glory but when I come back into his presence oh and I begin to raise my hands I begin to feel the anointing and all of a sudden it changes my perspective it changes everything. I, I, I know I, I was sitting there and Brother Jim and I, we got up and began to pray. And, and here it was. It wasn't in the midst, but two or three. There were three of us gathered together and we began to pray. And you could just feel the glory of the Lord coming down. And, and Brother Tim said, you know, I don't know why, but I know one thing. I'm going to give God glory. That was his statement to me. To God be the glory. It won't be me, but to God be the glory. To